Okay, let's get into today's discussion of Nadarim Daftes. Nadarim Daftes Mabez tells a story that appears two places in Shas. Uh, it appears in Nazir Davdalid and here in Nadarim Daftes. That's the story of the Nazir from the south. The Nazir from the south. What's the story? As we have here, Shimon HaTzadik. Shimon HaTzadik says, Miyamai loachalti asham Nazir Tomei. I never ate the carbon of a certain Asham Nazir Tameh, because he never felt that the Nazirim were really L'shem Shamayim. He never thought that they were doing it with pure, perfect motives, except once. Ela echad pamachad, pamachas ba'adam echad nazir min adarum. One time there was a certain uh, nazir that came from the south for a isiv, shu yefei nayim v'tovro. I saw he was very handsome, right? The words that are used to describe David HaMelech. Ukfut sosav, sturos lo taltalim, he had great hair. Amartilo. I said to him, b'ni, ma'ra isa la'ashchaz esara echazeh, hanoeh. I know he decided to be a nazir. I said, what are you doing? At the end of your nazir, what do you have to do? You have to shave your head. So you have gorgeous hair. What are you, like, donating it? What are you, uh, right, the halal, you can't. By a nazir, you have to burn the hair, right, under the, uh, under the pot of the base of Migdash. What do you, why do you do this? Omar Li says, Roa ha'yisi la'aba bi'iri. I was a shepherd. Halakti l'malos and amayana. I went to get water for my sheep from the well. And I saw my reflection in the water, and all of a sudden I felt myself feeling like I was handsome, and I felt really good about myself. And my Yitzhahara started to get started to get the better of me. Uh, maybe he was like putting certain sins in his mind. And I wanted to remove me from the world. I wanted to drive me to do sins. And I quickly caught hold of myself, and I said, I'm at Russia. Why are you uh, raising yourself self up in a world that's not yours? You're a finite human being. Right? 120 and that's it. I swear I'm cutting off my hair. And that's why I was because I was trying to control my Yitzhahara and that's the only reason. So he saw this and he's like, oh, this is a Nazir that did it L'shem Shemayim. Miyad, Amati, V'nashakti, Val Roshio. Immediately I stood up, I kissed him on his head. Amarti lo, B'ni, Kamocha Yirbu, Nozre, Naziros, B'Yisrael. Nazirim like you. Those are, those are positive and those are ones that are, that um, there should be a lot of. Alech HaKasav Omer, Ishki Afli, Lindor, Neder, Nazir, Lahazir, Lashem. Okay, that's what the Pasuk is referring to. Uh, in that um, in that story, okay. So what we're going to talk about is a related issue, and that is he saw his reflection uh, in the water. Uh, so let's talk about various halachas that have to do with mirrors in uh, in uh, in Judaism and halacha. There's a Yerushalmi um, in uh, Avodazara and in Shabbos that a man should not look into the mirror. Why? Because there's an iser of a man doing womanly things. And the Isra of Beged Ish, Beged Isha, one of the few mitzvahs that only apply to a woman, not to a man, is Beged Ish. And then Beged Isha is the other way. Uh, and the Yushalmi says, unless there's a really good reason, like he is Karav Lamalchus, he is uh, connected to the government, and if he doesn't look in the mirror and make himself look presentable, so then um, it's not going to be uh, so good for the Jews. Like the Gemara, the, the Beisiyosi talks about it by getting certain types of non-Jewish haircuts. Not cutting off your payas, mamish, but non-Jewish haircuts that are usually in the, involved in the isser of uvchukosem lo seilechu do not uh, get a you know, follow in their ways. But for Karl the Malchus is, is okay. So the Yerushalmi says the same thing by by um, our discussion of a man looking in the mirror, or for health purposes, um, or for 
uh, to stay safe during a haircut, because in the days of old, getting a haircut was a more dangerous uh, uh, discussion when you got a haircut from an idolater. Gemara has all these halachas about, uh, about that. But this is all amazingly quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea, in Kuf Nun Vav. Kuf Nun Vav is the halacha. What's the title of the simon? Emutu l'histapra miyovdikochavim. Is one allowed to get a haircut from a idolater? Only if there are a lot of other people in the store. Or he thinks of you as a very important person. So he wouldn't try anything. He wouldn't try anything. Okay. It's usher for a man to look in the mirror. I once uh, had a muster schmooze by one of my rebbeim 30 years ago. I remember he, he started saying, he says, you know, sometimes we just have to look in the mirror According to the opinions that you're allowed to look in the mirror, right? So, anyway, very funny. Unless it's for health purposes. Or if he's giving himself a haircut and he has to see. Or you're in private, so you have to see that the the, the idolater is not uh, taking any blades out that he shouldn't be taken out. Also, if uh, you know you're you're going to see, you have an important meeting. Whatever, if it's for a, a specific reason, other folks can say to make your tefillin straight, to keep know if your tefillin are in the right uh, um, way. But either way, the Shulchan Aruch says it's usher unless da da da. You have one of these good reasons. If you look in the Ramah, the Yeshomrim, the Ramah says maybe not not nowadays, not nowadays, where certain behaviors aren't dafka women behaviors. Men also look in the mirror. Every day, only in cases where you pe- uh, or uh, times that men don't look in the mirror. But in a time period when men also look in the mirror, mutter, and he quotes that from the uh, Rishonim. And again, that's that's something that applies to a number of applications of the Isra of Lo Yilbash. Right, if something has become not just a uh, a woman's thing, but a man's thing, I know in our day and age there are many many that would say, let's say, a man wearing a wedding band, not at the wedding, that's that's who Samo but for a man to wear a wedding band after the after the wedding to make sure that everybody in the world knows that he's married. And he could be doing it for the shame shemayim reasons, or he wants to be connected to his wife. So there are many that would say that would be okay. That I women wear jewelry. So okay, there will be some poskim would say, yeah, women wear jewelry, not men. But others would say that's accepted in the society today that uh, a man would wear a wedding band. And if you see a man wearing a wedding band, you don't think that's um, you know you say, oh, he's married and he has a wedding band. So that could be something that you know would uh, would uh, the application of the halacha would change today also. And that's similar to the mirrors here. And even if, you're, if, if one is machmir, says the Ramah, most of the refua, you're doing it you have, you have you have dirt on your face. You want to get rid of. You want to know where the, the spots are. Uh, so then it would be um, it would be okay. So the Ramah says, looking in the mirror, l'shem shemayim. So generally, we should look in the mirror, l'shem shemayim, uh, and recognize though that the ikar is our neshama and not so much our guf. Number one, that's a man looking in the mirror. Number two. Uh, Interesting, Rav Chaim Palaji, in his Sefer Ruach Chaim, uses our Gemara uh, for a halacha. Um, the Shulchan Aruch talks about looking at a rainbow, right? Based on the Gemara, the Shulchan Aruch, in Semen Reish Chavtes, says, one shouldn't stare at a rainbow too much. So you say, you got to make a bracha. 
Make a bracha on a rainbow. But the Shulchan Aruch says, Haruah Keshes Omer Baruch Hashem Gam Echolam Zocher Abris Namarim Bishlov Akayim Ba'amaroh Va'asir L'stakabo B'yoser Shouldn't look at it for so long. God, it's a remez. Pasha's is a remez that Hashem wants to destroy the world. Like last week's parsha uh, ends, uh, one shouldn't focus on that. There are other more uh, Kabbalistic sources Rainbow symbolizes sometimes, somehow the Shechina, uh, but the Chaim Bali says, I, what about looking in a rainbow in a reflection? Right? Sometimes you see a reflection. Sometimes it's a fake rainbow. You look in some water and it's just uh, creating, there are, that's not a real rainbow. You're not going to make a bracha on that. But even he says, look in our Gemara. You see, he saw his, um, you know, his reflection in the, in the water and it, uh, it affected him. So you see, seeing is also, um, uh, equally, um, the status of seeing in a reflection could be the same status as seeing it as the as the item, and he proves from our Gemara that even in a reflection is called uh, Ri'ya. I'm talking about Gemara Brachas. Um, what about uh, looking at something that's also to look at, like an erva, right? There's a Ri'ya, histaklus. So does it make a difference if it's not the real thing, but it's a reflection, or one I might even say a screen? Uh, so again, most assume we assume that it makes no difference because what does erva? Uh, what is that a function of? So this is a Gemara Masechas Brachas on Dav Chafei, where the Gemara talks about Amarava Soa Baashashis Mutalikwas Kriyashba Kenegda. So again, this is not a better reflection. This is let's say a glass in between. So if somebody there's excrement on the other side of a of a glass wall, am I allowed to daven on the other side of that? So I shouldn't daven towards it, but am I allowed to daven on the other side of that? Mutalikwas Kriyashba Kenegda. Why it doesn't smell? It's on the other side. It's considered in a separate Room, just like if there was a wall up, so so too, if there was a glass wall up, that would be mutter. Erva ba'ashashis, but erva, um, right, Rashi says ashashis is lantern balaz. Mechitzas zechuchis, a glass wall, oklav dak, mafzik be'nayim be'niris, you can see it. So erva ba'ashashis, also look what's kriyash ba'konekta. But um, erva, parts of uh, the human body that we're not allowed to look at, right? We're not allowed to say Kriyashma, even though it's through a, a glass. Why? Soa Bashashas Mutalagros Kriyashma Kanegda. What's the issue of Soa? Did Soa Bekisui Talia Milsa? The issue is separation, cover. And here it's covered. So what? It's a, it's a see through cover, but it's covered. It's in a separate area. Erva Bashash is also Lagros Kriyashma Kanegda, but Erva is Asr. Why? And you can see it. It's totally on hearers, totally on, uh, you know, um, inappropriate thoughts, and therefore that would be a problem. So the looking in a reflection also, not just uh, um, um, regarding uh, glass, that would also be uh, an issue. We had a couple of years, a year or two ago, we had a this year about Kiddush Levana. Kiddush Levana through glass, Kiddush Levana through uh, reflection. So we spoke about that a little bit um, last year. The Shulchan Aruch talks about what about closing one's eyes? Closing one's eyes in front of Erva, in front of Soa, uh, that's also uh, brought up. Uh, a very Lamaisa discussion that's, uh, that's fascinating that's not in the Shulchan Aruch. We'll see. What about davening in front of a mirror? Davening in front of a mirror. So it's not found in the Shulchan Aruch, that halacha, but it's found in the poskim. And it's based on a Radvaz. There's a Radvaz. Radvaz in the Tshuva, Chelek Dalasim and Kuvzayim. The Radvaz was a contemporary of the Shulchan Aruch. And eventually they met each other towards the end of the life. I think Radvaz went from Egypt to um, Eretz Yisrael, and he met the Shulchan Aruch. But the Radvaz has a long tshuva uh, here in Chelek Gimel, this is, Dalet Kuv Zion. Dalet Kuv Zion. The story was there was somebody who, who fixed up a shul. Maybe he was a painter, not exactly sure. Ruvain Shesod Beis 
right? He, used, he, made, he fixed it up. He put, he put a lime and cement. And then, he wanted to write him his name and his parents' names on the wall. Right? I've been in uh, Poland a couple of times. And you see, sometimes in, on the walls of the shul, there are murals painted. Hand-painted murals and names, Lachadodi might be painted on. They used to paint things, mamish, on the walls inside the, uh, the shul. So he wanted to write his name and his father's name, Ulehisatef, Ulishader, Bitalus Shaula. And he wanted to literally wear a borrowed talus. He wanted to get his name up on the wall. He painted the shul, but he wanted to get his name up. Velozobovad, El Shagovalibo Adlahash, because not only that, he was so arrogant. He wanted to put above the Aran Kodesh up on the wall. Simon Degel Mishpachto, Hanikra Arma some type of a coat of arms of his family. Right, this, uh, this it was a flag, Fitsuras Arye, and there was a lion there, the Katabarosha with a, with a crown on the lion's head. He wanted to draw that in the shul on top of the arm. He wanted it even to be sticking out. Not just uh, a painting. For Lokachlo Evan Shai, she took a marble. Vitzives Haumen and Lasoslo Pesel. Tumus Arye make a statue in the in a, uh, as a lion. Muzha Vekesser Malchus Barosho Vayatzos Ovacheret Vayimasad Litno Betzimas Sahechal Vechulu Kenegan Amishdachvim. Right in front of the the people that uh, that would daven. And he wrote Vechulu. And the call Kishe Shama Mesadavar Harahazeh. When they heard about this, Hisablu. They were in mourning. You're going to put this on the wall in the shul. They tried to stop Ruvain. The problem is Ruvain was a gvir, and Ruvain was a big uh, big guy in the shul. Things don't change, right? Ruvain said, Balzroa, Karav Lamachos, he was close to the government. Lo Ava Shmola, and Machizukhul, the father of Moses Harbel, said they had to pay off the governmental officials a ton of money. Umanu Oso, and they were able to stop him. Vikoach Hasrara. Uh, so he, he was asked about the, what do you think about this whole uh, discussion um, about having the lion on the wall. So towards the end of that shuva, he says, well, you're not supposed to daven to lions or to any type of pictures because then it looks like you're bowing down to the lion. It's like uh, an idol. You're not supposed to have any types of pictures in the front. You can't have pictures of rebbes. Right, even great tzaddikim on the wall next to the Aron Kodesh, because it looks like you're bowing down. Can I get a Mara? The Radvaz comes up with this. Right, we don't find this earlier. Maybe we do, but it's not, not in the Gemara. Right, from this reason, we Aser, he says, Anu Osrim. We Aser davening next to, in front of a mirror. He's not davening to himself. He's not bowing to himself. That's why you don't dive into a mirror. If we see people were, were worried about such a chash rachok, that you're davening to yourself. Surely we worried about a lion. A lion is on the Hakadosh Baruch Hu's throne. There are many places where Chazal worried about Maris Ayin. And you know, and who knows? He says, and if you allow this to happen, you know what? In uh, five years from now, somebody else is going to want to write something else on the wall of the shul. And who knows where this is going to lead to? And I'm going to put my coat of arms on the, on the wall. And therefore he says, you know, can't, uh, you can't let that happen. Anyway, that's the right boss. Uh, so again, what's his reason? Because it looks like uh, you're bowing down to yourself, and that would be a reason not to dominate in front of a um, son of a mirror. There's another reason that's quoted by the postgame. If you look at the Gemara and Brachas and Nafhei, we know the Gemara tells us there that you're supposed to dive next to a wall. 
The post can say, if everybody in the shul is next to a wall, then you can't have a shul. Right? Uh, so, but that's the, uh, the Gemara. You should stop it next to the wall. But what, what's the, the message of that? So if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch quotes that halacha. Simin Sadi, Sif Chaf Aleph. The uh, Shulchan Aruch says, Sarach Shaloh Yedever Chotzeis Beinolovein Akir. Right? You should try to dive in next to a wall. Why? Because the Mishnah Burr explains it's good for Kavana. You're not in the middle of the shul. You're looking around at everybody next to a wall. No, it's uh, better. But Mishnah Burr says, you know, not everybody can be next to a wall. So close your eyes or look in the sitter. That could also solve the problem. Right? If there's something in front of you, so then it's going to take away your Kavana. So that's another reason. Um about not davening in front of a mirror, it can be distracting. I can be looking at myself. The Shulchan Aruch says, even in Sifchav Gimel, a couple of Sifim later, Shulchan Aruch says, Habagadim Hamitsuyarim. What if you have very fancy uh, tapestry? Avobichinim Boltos. Even though they're not sticking out, there's no issues of uh, psalim and idols and forms, a nachum l'spala connect them. You shouldn't daven in front of them if it's going to take your kavana. Velo yechaven b'tfilasa. Right? You shouldn't uh, be in a place where it's going to take your kavana. And if you're in front of it, then just close your eyes. Also, the Ramah quotes, you shouldn't have too many pictures in the sidurim because people are going to be looking at the pictures in the sidur. They're not going to be davening. Right? Sometimes you have this in the machzorim by Geshem and Tal on the old machzorim. These old black machzarim that everybody used to use. Also, you have these like pictures of the zodiac uh, and um, and the such. So he says shalotis patla kavana, and on that, that's where the Mishnah Berurah quotes. If you have anything on the walls of the shul, have it high up, not right in front of where a person davens. And then he says aserlis palak kenegat amara. Mr. Berurah quotes it. You shouldn't daven in front of a, a uh, mirror. The berhete here quotes the right vase. Ah, so Mr. Burak quotes an Afkamina. Is the reason you should have down in front of a mirror because it looks like you're bowing down to yourself, or is it that it's distracting? Nafkamina, what if you close your eyes? If you close your eyes, then it's not distracting. You're not looking at yourself, but it still looks like you're bowing down to yourself. So that would still be a problem. That would still be a problem in that uh, case. That's a, that's a great Nafkamina that we uh, that we have. It, because it's not in the Shulchan Aruch, and it's based on the um, the other poskim. That could be why we have a certain coolness. Um, the poskim talk about what if you're not in front of a mirror, but you're in front of a window, but the window is kind of reflective. Or the Shevet Alevi, Rav Vosner has a tshuva. There was a a golden Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi summit right at the Chazan station, and it was so gold and clean, it was reflective. And the Chazan saw himself in the Shivisi, in the golden menorah that was right in uh, in front of him. So he said it's not a problem. Was it made to be a reflection? And for sure, I don't know, does anybody think you're bowing down to yourself? Only the Chazan could, could, could see. Probably other people don't even realize, maybe. So he discusses in Chelek, Tess, Simen, Chaf Aleph, he discusses this case, Lanias Daiti, he says, I don't think there's a Raya Lahachmir. Benito Dida, Dad Ravazva, Poskimadabrim, Bemara Mamish. They're talking in Mamish and Mirush, and Nasa Leros at Sura Besocho. That was made to see yourself. It wasn't made to look in. That was just a side, um, you know, uh, reality. So I don't think that there is any problem with dominating in front of something that happens to be reflective, or even a window that happens to be reflective at certain times of the day. Something like that. It wouldn't be a problem. Uh, there's one other uh, halacha that I thought of related to mirrors, or a minhag, and that's covering the mirrors in a base avel. Covering the mirrors in a base avel. So why do we cover the mirrors in a base avel? So the Sha'ar Mitzyana Bahalacha, 
Rabbi Bruin says, maybe it's related to this halacha, because often we daven in the base avel. So if we daven in the base avel, then it's a good idea to cover the mirrors because somebody's going to be davening in front of a mirror in the house. So maybe that's where the minhag um, came from. But there are other reasons given. Others say it's connected to simcha. When we look at ourselves in a mirror, uh, often we have simcha, even though in a base avel we probably would not have simcha in the way that we, that we look. But uh, some say it has to do with that. Others say there's some Kabbalistic reason that there are mazikim in a base avel that cannot, cannot be seen with the naked eye. But maybe with mirrors they can be seen. We don't want it to, that to be seen. Other, the Chassam Sofer says, and the Rav Salvechik in his own way, they both say it's connected somehow to the older minhag that's in the Gemara of Kfias Hamita. Right, the Gemara talks about different uh, customs of a base although one of them was turning over the beds. Or they used to hold up their beds with loops like to let the, let the, let the beds uh, drop. Or turning over, like what was that about? What was that about? So the Chassam Sofer says a bed um, brings a man and woman together and a mirror kind of brings man and woman together, makes them look nice. Rasulvechik said it a little differently, lumdus, and that is the bed is where the Tselem Elohim of a person was created. And there's less Tselem Elohim in the world now that the person was Niftar. And that's why, you know, as a symbol, as a recognition of that, we, we uh, turn over the bed. So maybe that's the mirror too. A mirror also celebrates Tselem Elohim. And that we acknowledge that there's less Salam Elohim in the world, and that's why we cover. According to that, Rav Salvechik said, maybe we should cover all the pictures, which is not the Minak of Kali Yisrael. We dafka look at pictures to give us a little nechama. You know, uh, generally, most, most people have pictures out of the Niftar. But Rav Salvechik said, maybe if it's all about the Salam Elohim, that's less than, so maybe they shouldn't look at pictures either. Okay, either way, um, fine. Last halacha, looking in the mirror on Shabbos. The Shulchan Arach says you shouldn't look in the mirror on Shabbos. What is that? A, why is that? The Shulchan Aruch continues. Look in Simon Shin Beis if you'd gimel. In the olden days, the corner of the mirrors had a sharp edge, so that you could look in a mirror and if you see a, uh, some hair that doesn't belong there, that's too long. You know, it could be a mirror and shaver in the same uh, the same thing. So you could just go next to the mirror and and uh, bring your beard and uh, give yourself a little uh, a little shave. So that's why they said don't look in the mirror because you might forget yourself and just go right to to, to shaving. But if it's a mirror that doesn't have you know sharp edges and we're not like you know, we don't have that fancy contraption anymore, then there wouldn't be exera not to use the mirror, and therefore there's no problem of looking at the mirror on Shabbos. Okay, we'll stop here.